Hello and uh, welcome back to the TNG Golfcast. Obviously, myself, Gareth, joined by my co host again, Tom. Welcome along, mate. Bonjour. <laughs> Very nice. Um, thank you for listening again and uh, big shout out for our last week's episode uh, with our guest, Craig Knowles. The numbers are overwhelming, to be fair. It's done really well. Um, yeah, thanks again to Keg, and uh, hopefully we'll get him back on again soon. We'll hopefully get that sorted out soon. Yeah, nice wee shout out from him as well on the uh, yeah. Arbroath Golf Club newsletter. Yeah, good of him. Um, he enjoyed himself from what he said. He's, uh, but I said he is quite an insightful guy. He knows the game. He's got a very broad opinion on the game as well, and that yeah. came across quite well in the episode. So, thank you again, mate. Yeah, and, we uh, enjoyed it first guest, and uh, something that we always spoke about that we wanted to do was get yeah. guests on and. On that topic, we've got two more guests lined up for two. future episodes. Yeah. Uh, not naming names yet, we'll leave that for a bit more suspense, but one one of whom has actually caddied on the DP World Tour, so there'll be a lot of fun stories there and, yeah. and insight that maybe we as amateurs don't get to know about or see, and another one who actually has played on some of them the maybe lesser known tours and even helped manage and organize one as well in a foreign countries so yeah and again a bit more like craig does teaching and stuff like that as well so yeah it'll be really good to get those two on and uh more fun topics to discuss just to start me isn't it that's just the start of things to come hopefully um yeah two two guests that i'm looking forward to a lot to be fair um yeah it's kind of getting that other side of the game that we don't see yeah because we all go out on our weekends and play our golf as amateurs and that whether it's club or bounce games for your mates but like even Craig was talking about he was good at a very young age and still is good because he's a pro but there are so many avenues you can go down in golf and that's where we wanted to try and tap into a little bit more of these avenues that we that don't really get the light shown on them in the yeah. game of golf and yeah. so that was what we always targeted trying to do if we if we were able to get guests on the show so that's it's something to look forward to for us so this week's episode is there anything much happening well yeah this week coming up is the in my opinion golf is starting <laughs> <laughs> the golf season starts it starts now so yeah my, in my opinion the second best major on the calendar um, but it's, let's, let's be honest it's probably the most hyped up it's most the first one of the year so you're always yeah. so yeah we're talking about the Masters this week It's it starts next week so officially it starts by the end of the day because as we're recording this now it's Sunday before so some of the guys will already be there Obviously, one's yet to be decided with the Valero uh, Open. Uh, whoever wins that gets the final spot. But, yeah, it's it's always the best weekend in, in April. Yeah, I mean, like you said, springtime comes in. Weather starts getting better. Yeah, um, longer, longer light at night. Yeah, evening golf that like you put on, like last week, mate. It's um, like golf fever kicks in from now, really. Um, and looking at the field... For the Masters this year, again, as expected, ridiculous amount of talent. Oh, yeah, but again, when it comes to the majors, you, you expect it to be the best of the best. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, held at Augusta National Golf Club. So it's going to be it's gonna be a really exciting week. Yeah. I can't wait for it. Um, 
So 89 players obviously confirmed. Yeah. So far, Linky touched on there, mate. Uh, the Voero kicks is open. Well, whoever wins that will take the final spot. I'm looking at it at the minute. Which I haven't actually seen again any of this golf. It's <laughs> well, the week we've had, to well, be fair, between us. Yeah. yeah, we've had a bit of, again, not unsurprising, folks. We've had some illness in the in the <laughs> households. <sighs> Bugs and kids and all that malarkey. But, I know, why um, have kids there? Yeah, the, the Valero's never really interested me. It's it's usually that one where the guys that maybe thought that they were going to make the cut for the Masters that haven't. It's their last ditch effort to do it. Yeah. At the moment, it's looking like is it Patrick Rogers? Yeah, he's sitting one clear. The one clear of yeah. Connor, Connors. <coughs> but even Matt Kuchar's trying. He's three behind. But well, again, he's one that's not going to make it. If he if he wins, he won't play in the Masters anyway. No. According to starts now. One thing I will say about this. The one guy who I thought was in a bit of form was kind of making us come back to play the Masters for the first time in what three, four years, maybe. Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I thought he'd go on a wee tear. He's had a bit of a a poor poor week, shall we say, by his standards. Yeah, he's, he's only about two or three under. Tied forty third at the minute, two yeah. under. Um, he's quite a he's about ten shots off the lead. So although I've not watched any of it, I've kept an eye on the leaderboard. Yeah, I just do, yeah, yeah. But, but speaking of leaderboards, tell me. Who's sitting top of live? Well, uh, is it a surprise? It's not a surprise, but because they're in the Masters week, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Maybe it is a surprise if all, all all folk have actually maybe seen a Brooks is maybe his episode in the full swing. Full swing. Yeah. In which case, you would have think his golf is absolutely in disarray. It's the complete opposite at the moment. But he's yeah. he's fully he's back yeah, at the moment. He's, he's getting there. He's he's firing at the moment, so that could be fun. Yeah, could be interesting. Is he not um, paired up with? Or the rumor is that he might be paired with McElroy. Is that the rumor? Supposedly, I don't know if that because the tee times aren't out for the Masters yet. Because yeah. the app got downloaded three days ago, <laughs> it's on the phone, ready to go, notifications yeah. all set. Definitely. But yeah, it's. I'll fire in it just now and see if they've done the tee times, but I still don't think they've released them. They don't tend to do it until about back end of Tuesday just no, before the par yeah, threes get confirmation of players playing I don't know again that. it might be one of those ones that I got caught out with um, April Fools yesterday there were a few yeah, good ones going there, round there was a few good ones yeah definitely yeah. <coughs> the, be- the best of which I think I I didn't get caught out with it but I, was, oh, I had to second guess myself mm. but obviously Kyle Berkshire early in the week <laughs> destroyed the the uh, ball speed record at 236.3 mile an hour or something like that I think I want to call it as and someone quite cleverly put that he, on the back of that and trying to be more diverse and progressive in, in Augusta Nationals history that they've added him to the first tee shot which he would probably drive the first but <coughs> no it was a good April Fools um, it would have got some people I think yeah. I think it did yeah yeah, uh, yeah but it's actually that ball speed speaking about Carl Berkshire and I just a little bit away from Masters here. It's actually just been broken again by someone by the current long distance driver really? champion. Two hundred and thirty nine. It's now at ball speed. No. And you think McElroy's at what top one eighty eight? Yeah, one eighty eight. Yeah. That's frightening speed. Absolutely frightening. Yeah, it's, I kind of got ahead of that to be fair. Though. But just the guy's got game. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So getting back to the Masters. Yes. Another little bit of controversy this week. Someone decided who does like to make sure that he's relevant at this time of year <laughs> and always likes to make sure he's heard and probably likes to hear himself. Someone's got to beg to play 
Augusta these days. Yeah, the recent news that came out, um, former champion, Gary Player. Multiple champion. Multiple champion, sorry, yeah. Um, has to beg for a round at Augusta, which we've heard it before mm-hmm. from other sort of senior pros and other won the past spot for him to come out and be as blatant well it was so, kind of echoed as well let's like say by Nick Faldo yeah he recently because he started his own podcast on YouTube yeah on some YouTube and had uh, YouTube's King Royalty Rick Shields on it um, and he stated the same but you can understand from Nick's point of view maybe being a bit disappointed but Gary Player there's always been a bit of controversy around him mm-hmm. Like he's he's having a go now at live quite regularly as well, but was sponsored by Saudi Golf and wore the apparel. <laughs> There's always the controversy with his son as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the previous ones. So, and he quite openly stated that he classes the Masters as the fourth tiered mass uh, major. What till the week beforehand? Out, out of the four of them, that was a statement he made there. Like, I'm sorry. I think we're all quite clear that the PGA is the fourth. 100% yeah US Open third yep. and then the debate will always be about one and two yes don't have opinion and preference I suppose yeah the, the I think if two. you're in America you'd probably say the Masters if you're in Europe you'd probably say more the Open yeah I'd quite happily tie them at first I mean the only thing that edges it for me with the Open is the change of course different courses not yeah but then the Masters is the only out of the four that doesn't change that's the thing so Augusta is Augusta we know that but you see how many different winners there have been on the same course. So it's always catching folk out, mm-hmm. even though even this roster that's been there now, there'll be very few that are playing it for the first time. Still, some of them can't crack that golf course. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So yeah. it still stands up, in my opinion. Yeah, no, 100%. Like you said, don't a kind of preference and opinion, I suppose. I mean, I'm always going to see the Open due to... Sanders, you know, I mean, the likes of that home of golf. It's yeah. a regular St. Andrews every, every five to what, seven years, is going to be something like that. I think they've gone back to a six year road, yeah, but yeah, different story, anyway. So, yeah, Gary Player came out with a statement, like Tom mentioned there, week before hand, he was putting it down in fourth place. Now he's coming out talking about having a beg for a round with a member. Um, <coughs> I mean, my opinion, if you win the Masters. Even the once, there's got to be some sort of. It's only three players that have played in it that are members. Yeah, Jack, Arnie, and there was a guy as an amateur, who, I think he turned pro later on and ended up playing on the seniors tour. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but they're the only three players that are members. Right, but you have to be invited to be a member. Yeah, you sorry, can't yeah. even apply yeah. at Augusta. There's much money you throw at that. Yeah, <laughs> and there was all kind of rumours that I think you were only allowed something like ten or twelve rounds in a year on the course, and it's between specific times of the year because they start the build up for this, everything like that. But I don't know how much how true that is. I I don't have any contacts inside the uh, course to to clarify that one. But yeah, it's. I don't know if I want the players to be members whether or not they're I don't know if that would maybe diminish it a little bit or it could do yeah, I mean it's got that exclusive feel to it and 
I think there's only one serving president that's ever been a member as well. And that's... Uh, oh, God. I only know him by his nickname, Ike. Uh, <laughs> flipping heck, I should have done more research here, folks. <laughs> He's a famous president. Yeah. He's one of the ones that we would all know, but, but not me right now. <laughs> Wait, don't ask me. <laughs> no. No. So, yeah, anyway, that, that was... Uh, quite entertaining reading that sort of stuff through the week um, but getting back to it Masters week the 87th Masters tournament mate <clears throat> literally the best golfers from around the world head to Augusta and quite possibly the best golf course yeah, well, that's it as well yeah yeah literally the biggest test in golf you know what I mean only made a championship contest on the same golf course like Tom said and uh, yeah yeah we're going to start seeing Amen Corner again. Oh, yeah. Things like that, you know what I mean? Um, it must be terrifying when you get to your second shot on the 11th and you look down and just see that pond right beside the green and think, yeah, I'm bailing it right. It's so clear <laughs> why you bail it right. Bail out, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane, man. Um, Although I wouldn't see it if, it was, if I was able to ever play there. I'd be in the trees. Uh, we're going to touch on it later on. Obviously, the changes to the course and that they've made this year. But I tried to imagine the other day if we were lucky enough to get around at Augusta. I think you could put me on, and I've said this on Twitter where you can him as well, Graham, GMAC. Yeah. He put a, uh, a tweet out there speaking about amateurs on the golf course. Do they think they could break 100? I think you could put me on the greens and I'd probably be comfortable and happy if I could walk off three putting all of them. Yeah. The greens alone. The undulations on that golf course, <laughs> the speed of the greens. It's terrifying, man. You put the pin in a certain position and you guarantee that you've notched the difficulty of that hole up. Yeah. It's, they've got so many options there. It's brilliant. That's insane. Um, so, yeah, <coughs> obviously, Wednesday, beforehand. We par three comp. Par three comp. It's it's a great stuff. Way to start. We've seen a lot of decent stuff over the years. Um, first thing comes to mind for me. You don't want to win it. <laughs> if you are a pro, you do not want to win it. Oh, of course. Yeah. You want to play well. You want to get a hole in one. Yep. You want to have fun with the fans, your family, because usually if they've got kids or girlfriends or partners, they get yep. them on the bag, so it's great for them. Gets them involved. You do not want to win that thing. No, definitely not. Just go enjoy yourself more than that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, yeah, we'll see the honorary starters again. Obviously, John Nicholas. Arnold, Arnold Palmer no, Arnold Palmer Arnold Palmer's been replaced by Tom Watson Tom Watson and then Gary Player Gary Player as well yeah so be just, I mean, he's again I think that's another reason why players gums have, he's bumping them and he's been put out of his place because Tom Watson's the longer tee shot now because <laughs> he's younger yeah. <laughs> could see it last year he wasn't yeah. he happy he was not happy at all no I mean obviously over the years like you mentioned there Arnie Palmer was there alongside Jack and they got the likes of Gene Saracen yeah. uh, Byron Nelson Sam Sneed likes of that as well it's just Lee Elder as well needs Lee a shout Elder. out as well because yeah. obviously he was the honorary member to, for the first tee shot two years ago but then sadly passed away but I think that was a nice touch that they that they honoured him and gave him the honour of being able to do the first tee shot yeah 100%, 100%. but if we're going to drop a couple more facts on the golf course in its entirety lowest course record 63 set by controversially the white shark himself, Greg Norman, and 
Nick Price, I believe. Nick Price, yeah. That's what came to keep my mind there, yeah. yeah. Uh, oldest winner, <coughs> Jack Nicholas. There'll be a theme here with a similar two names gets repeated <laughs> when it comes to records in this golf course. But yeah, Jack Nicholas at 46 in 1986. Well, from, from a European point of view, it was such a shame that Seve blew up, but just with it being obviously if you've ever watched Seve's documentaries or his film he wanted to do that one for his dad he'd publicly come out and said because his dad wasn't well and then he felt like he had a massive letdown because mm. he didn't succeed it wasn't old that day though and the collapse everybody else sort of uh, you know what I mean it's one of those ones that as much as there was a little bit of a collapse there by Seve Jack played well Jack yeah. deserved it um Youngest winner, Tiger Woods, 21 at 27, which also coincides with the biggest victory, 12 strokes. <laughs> that, that year was just na- nuts. Yeah. Most wins, oh, surprise, surprise, Jack. Biggest comeback of all time, eight strokes back in 1956. Another Jack, but not the Jack, Jack Burke. And little bit of history obviously it first started in 1934 mm. but between 1934 and 1948 there were no green jackets ever issued well, okay originally as it is still stands today that is members only they then decided in 1949 to then issue the winner with a green jacket as well as the trophy and that were first winner was sam sneed Word 1949 now <laughs> excuse me a bit of a if you're a Sky Sports viewer fan and you've always appreciated watching the genius that is Butch Harmon his father won it the year before Claude Harmon oh sorry not his father his grandfather was it his grandfather or his father I can't remember now his grandfather won it yeah his grandfather sorry yeah. won it the year before in 1948 how gutted would you be that you were the first person you were the last person not to receive it. Oh, Everyone wow. from that, that back to 1934 got yep. backdated, got issued with their own green jacket, so that it was a uh, players all had it as well. But you weren't the f- you were the last person <laughs> to not officially be handed the jacket. God, one. I'd have been a nice touch. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the, the tournament itself, man, is steeped in so much history. We like the Open. It's just, it's insane, man. Yeah, again, touching on Butch Harmon, he's got it spot on. It's the competition, as much as we're saying the golf season starts now and the competition starts on Thursday, and it's all valid, it's all legit, Butch's statement will always be true. The Masters doesn't start till the back nine on Sunday because all those holes start coming into play. Yeah. You've got 10, which is a difficult bar four in itself, then you hit Amen Corner. (laughs) Yeah. You want you want to come out there maybe at one under you're 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 doing well yeah and take yeah. hold a part of the par five thirteenth but now that's gotten an extra bit of yardage on it so that's going to make them have to make more decisions yeah and then you got fifteen notorious par five nasty well let's sorry I've skipped even from thirteen you got the par four par three twelfth that's destroyed many many Jordan Spieth competitions. <laughs> Well, about Rory there as well. Eh? Aye. Oh God. Then you jump to sixteen, another par three, notorious for drama on that last day, and then that tee shot down eighteen. Can that like, even if you stand up there without crowds on a normal day, mm. that must look narrow. 
Oh. But you put yourself leading or in contention on Sunday with all those crowds. The whole crowd. That must be the most narrowest alley to try and hit a white golf ball down. I'm killing at least five people with my tee shot from there. If I'm in that situation, easy. They're a crochet. I'd probably stood, one head to the next. I'd probably be stood there for about twenty minutes, not being able to take the club away. <laughs> Wiping your ass. <laughs> just, I'd be frozen. Yeah, you just thought this to be a pro in that situation, man. I can't even imagine it. There's no point in even trying to imagine it. So yeah, yeah um, this week we'll see the return of last year's champion, Scotty Scheffler himself, Mark O'Roy and Ram look to be the favourites. There's no question in that. To be fair, well, um, we've, got the, we've got the yeah, we've got the top five in the bookies odds here. Um, McElroy, Scheffler, both in at fifteen to two. This is by Sky Bet. In case anyone actually cares, Rams in at ten to one. Spieth, eighteen to one. I think that's just because of his history with the course. He's always plays well. He may not be playing his best golf, but he seems to play good at Augusta. Yeah, yeah. At least two or three of the days. And then Cam Smith in at 20-1. Big odds, I think. I think they're being conservative because he hasn't done anything really explosive on live yet in the first three events of the season. Yeah. Um, but, again, he's a major winner. He knows how to win these competitions. And he has had good success in the past at Augusta. So I think that's obviously why he's there. You've got a couple of honourable mentions in there as well. JT, Morikawa, they're at 25s. DJ's at 28, as well as Fino. Max Homer, 33 to 1. I'm surprised he's that high. For a man in form. I would have thought he'd have been closer to the sort of 25s, 20 to yeah. 1. Uh, Brooks, who we're uh, obviously talking about, he's in a, a roundabout, depending on which bookie you look at, but between 60 and 70 to 1. See, that's high as well. Tigers at 70. Mm, I can call with that. I still say Tiger at 71 to make the cut. Yeah. Because yeah. that course is going to be the real first test for him in terms of his walking ability because that's the undulation on that course will be... We saw it the first time he came back after the yeah. accident. He was in pain. I come down the fourth. The fourth <sighs> I mean... So... The obligatory mention for the man himself every episode that we do, Tiger. It's like um, he's been, like we said, conservative of what tournaments he's going to play this year. Last seen him at the Genesis, now seen him at Augusta. I'd if, like you said, if he makes the cut, that'll be a hell of an achievement. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the odds they're giving to him to win. It's kind of just keeping them in the maxes up for there. And that's us saying if he makes a cut, that's a success. He won't see it that way. No. He'll be there to win it because yeah. that's just Tiger's mentality. Yeah. Like we've spoken about it time and time again. Yeah. His mental fortitude and his just desire to want to win is relentless. But should we cut it there for Tiger now? For now, I'm yeah. sure, for now, I'm yeah. sure there'll be about another 20 minutes elsewhere. Could be another just didn't care, do you? Um, so, so yeah, like we saying, Bookie's favourites, Ram, McElroy and Scheffler. Um, now, obviously, Rory's had the changes with equipment, adjustments and that as well. Um, he's finding... He hit a bit of form. form. 
Yeah, he hit a bit of form in the match plays, didn't he? Yeah. He certainly fixed the one that he th- seemed to see, see was the biggest issue was the driver with the new shaft. Fixed it. Jesus Christ, man. That was... Um, yeah, ridiculous. It was a frightening display of driver ability, to be fair, that's for sure. But we've always expected that of McElroy. I think, like, from the time that you've done it with myself, it quizzed me about if you could pick anyone's ability with a driver, who would you pick? Even, even Craig last week said it as well. Exactly the same, yeah. McElroy, yeah. you're just taking his driver because it's just, it's an absolute weapon. Yeah, that, that tee shot on the part four of the 18th, the, the March play. Although, <laughs> as good as it was, yeah. and it was outstanding, and it's a skill to be able to hit the ball that far, that accurately, and that long. Big Bob did it two years before against DJ and got closer to the hole. So he did. So no one went daft about that. So he did. So I forgot about that. I'm not. I'm not trying to take away from McElroy, but I'm telling the golfing world to rein it in. <laughs> I forgot about that. Big Bob did it before that. Yeah. Maybe it should be a weekly hang for Bob to get mentioned. It should be. Yeah. Mm. The obligatory. I would love tiger. to. I would love to say yes. But Big Bob needs to start playing golf. He does to a bit more higher standard than he is currently at the moment <coughs> to, to yeah. get that mention. But we Are still we love curse? you. We still love you. You don't wear a curse. I'm never, right me- I'm never mentioning him again. Then if it, <laughs> if it changes it around, we've all we did talk about him quite a bit actually. Because he he and himself has always had quite a successful time at uh, yeah, Augusta. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's the odds. Obviously, we're seeing at the minute. Um, Mark along with the changes. Ram, good start to the year. Illness kicked in a few weeks back, obviously, unfortunate. I mean, I think he performs well, that Augusta. Most I years. think it's hard to take from last week. Like, he didn't get out of the group stages in the match play. No. He got beat in the first match against Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, yeah. Match play is a bitch, though. It really is. You, can, you can be playing well, like, even going into the semi finals. You looked at the semi finals and went, right, well, we're guaranteed a McElroy Scotty Scheffler final, which is what everyone's geared up to. Yeah. Didn't turn out that way. It's what is your best on the day. Yeah. yeah. Now, the difference with stroke play is you get four days to build. So you can have a bad first day and then build. So it's not that, Mac, uh, that Ram was playing poorly, he just didn't have his best on that day. And then, yeah, I don't, it was an uphill battle from there. Yeah, I don't think you take anything away. No, from the March play to be so fair. I still think, like you say, those top three, world number one to three, you're you're definitely saying that they're got to be the bookies' favourites, and they're the ones everyone will expect to do well. But there'll be someone out of nowhere. I, I've got a couple of names in mind, but we'll come on that later on. So obviously, said eight and nine players confirmed. Last player will be confirmed by the end of play today on Sunday from the Valero Texas Open. Um, so really, how how they qualify for the Masters is it's a bit mad to read, but that's the way it's always been done. I suppose. I mean, there's been changes in that over the years, obviously, but the way it works, obviously, top fifty in the world from the previous calendar year, yep. or Markley and an invite. Um, as do the the players inside the top fifty in the world at the minute. Yes. During so the week, during the week before, basically, yeah, week before the yeah. tournament kicks in. Yeah. Um, obviously, previous winners, as we know, they have a lifetime sort of exemption. Yeah. And any other major winners, which from the last notably Sandy Lyle is there. I think this is his last. Yeah, his last one. I mean, Wisdom. He's not playing this year. No, he's called it a day. Yeah, I mean, he was. 
every year that we've seen him play, the older he's gotten, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from losing him, but I think we mentioned it even the last year, the year before, we both said to each other, like, why is he even turning up? But you could say the same that about Sandy. You could, yeah, yeah. Like, the only one really past winner that's gone there and still been able to produce moments of magic and do special things and to an extent even be in contention after two days making the cut is Freddie Couples but even now Legend, man. but even Legend. now his body is that busted yeah that I think Elazabel's gone again this year I mean, I've seen a list of that day obviously he looks horrible we know he's not going to be playing um, he's back commentating he's joined the he Sky is. Crew yeah Golf Channel is it Golf Channel? no Sky Sports is it? yeah he's oh, on, he's on Sky Sports team he's call. joined them so I think he's I think they're not I don't think they were able to coax Butch Harmon out of his retirement for the odd special uh, appearance when it comes to the Masters and that so I think Faldo is the one that they've gone to there so you can't go along with Faldo I mean he's obviously different opinions it's my, he's my mate you either like him or you don't yeah legend so yeah um, on that as well like you look at it as well the Valero Texas Open is the final spot yep you've got former major winners taking part by the cup hopefuls president cup players all trying to snatch that last minute victory and late spot of the Masters and you look at it and you think we want an opportunity because the guys that are outside the top 50 from last year and outside from at the minute as well and you think if I go and perform well in Texas I'm playing at the Masters I mean like so there's got to be no more incentive like the commenta- like the tournament in itself doesn't hold that much prowess and it, even on the PGA Tour it's certainly not one of their elevated events um, and you can look at the field it's not jam-packed these guys have all been taking the week off to prepare for yeah. this week so it is it's your last chance saloon type thing so it, that's really the only incentive for these guys to go and play there there'll be those on the fringe it's maybe a great stepping stone for them to try and gain their status onto the pga tour so there'll be those guys as well but for your names like yeah like we've mentioned ricky fowler patrick rogers connors is there these are all guys that have previously won, but they're going there to try and win to get that last Masters place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since soon. Just quickly jumped onto the uh, uh, betting odds again. They've got down here, you can put bets on for Bernard Langer, Couples, Mike Weir, previous champion, Elazabel, Vijay Singh, Larry Mize, and Sandy Lyle. So I don't know if it's that they've just done this and they've left it there and then they've these guys have either decided that they're not playing or not but they're certainly still taking bets on it oh it could be wrong man yeah I mean I've seen a list of all day like obviously well it could be wrong but yeah oh well so but we'll see what happens I mean it's <clears throat> I mean I touched on losing them there like I said like should he really go in there playing but if you're a previous winner you've got the right you've got the right to go and play there if somebody, somebody like some idiot like me says to you, Ian, no time to put the clubs away, I'd, I'd tell you to piss off instantly and say, I'll chance to play Augusta. I'll take the opportunity. Thank you very much. When you hear the likes of Gary Player saying, it stops me from begging the members. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think it'll be nice to see Sandy Lyle again from obviously it being Scotland and yeah. the only Scottish person to ever win it. 
So it would be nice to see Sandy get down the the 18th, whether it's on the Friday or he makes it through at the Sunday. It doesn't matter. It would be just nice to see him have to walk past that bunker again. Hopefully he's not in it <laughs> and hit that incredible shot that he hit. Oh, man. So, yeah. That'll be... So speaking of countries that have won it. Nice segue, son. I try. I try. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm not as good as I should be. Clearing out out there at the front quite clearly is always going to be the United States individual winners not counting multiples mm. there's been 39 winners from the states if it's just individuals so how many sorry 39 39 out of possible 87 yeah yeah then the next two countries that have got the same number here South Africa and Spain with three so it's clearly always been dominated by the youngsters. the home yeah. the home ground the home grounds then you've got two from England one from Scotland one from Wales so we've not done terribly no but up there there I'm sure if we're talking from a, a UK standpoint there'll be most of the country will be hoping there'll be a Northern Irish one there soon there's got to be meh <laughs> this is my own opinion Meh. yeah I know then you've got Germany they've got one Fiji Australia finally got one a few years back just over 10 years ago now then Argentina and most recently Japan was the latest country to join the Hideki yeah I think that was a great year no, just a Hideki's Hideki's yeah. win was brilliant but if not nothing else I think it was even overshadowed by his own caddy Yes. when he bowed on the, the 18th yeah, the very very in. respectful man I love that yeah, yeah that was a really nice touch so go on then I'm going to quiz you go for it so you've already got the <coughs> right on the spot man you've already me. got the Japanese one yep who's the Argentinian nothing comes to mind pass Cabrera oh Canadian I've already named him Canadian I've already named him in the bets No one's coming to mind. Mike Weir. Oh, mate, I was never getting that. Fiji. Is it obvious? Fiji thing. Correct. So we've classed the Wales one, we've already done that, and it's Two Englishmen. Faldo and. Oh my god. The name's just gone. The name's just gone in my head. Danny Willett. Oh! The man that no one's heard of, <laughs> Danny Willett. Well, he certainly was maybe not as heard oh, of around mate, America until that year. How did that name go right in my head there? Sorry, Danny, mate. I'll go for a difficult one. Can right. you name the three from South Africa? Gary Player, Charles Walsall, and Ernie. No. Ernie lost by one shot to oh. Phil Mickelson. Sweet dad. He does do commentating now on Golf Channel, but I'd be surprised. He's one that is the one that I knew you'd forget. Trevor Immelman. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was never coming to mind. Yeah. So yeah. We didn't ask me the American ones. Oh God! <laughs> that, that, day, was, <laughs> that was just no. We don't have that time. Yeah, like I said, twenty nine. You said it was possible eighty seven being American ones. So, so yeah. Last two: Australia and Germany. 
Germany, Langer. Yep. And Australia, Norman. No. You cannot say Norman. Norman never won it. He had the most biggest explosion of his oh, life there. Oh, mate. It's your favourite putter. Adam Scott. Why did I say him? <laughs> Aye, so. Why did I say Greg Norman? <laughs> we just spoke about Adam Scott before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, we were discussing Adam Scott's new iron, oh. his irons with Mura. They are a. Right, stop quizzing me on stuff, mate. Right, just make an absolute arse of myself. Right, go. Yeah. <laughs> right, if we're going to change subject then, yes. sticking within the Masters. What do you make of Scotty Scheffler's menu? Well, it's very scotty. In what sense? Bits of it are boring, bits of it are exciting, but all around, people will be happy with what they got. Yeah, so I've got it up here. So we've got cheeseburger sliders, this is like a side. Firecracker shrimp. Sounds decent. That sounds like the bollocks one, yeah. The only one that I just can't get my head around is this tortilla soup. So what is this? A super tortilla? Avocado crispy blue tortilla strips, sour cream, cilantro, or coriander for the rest of us, and lime. <laughs> I can't see how you're putting that in a soup. No. No, but I mean... No, I, I just can't even picture that, to be nah. fair. But his main, I'm well on board with his main. Texas ribeye steak or black and red fish, so steak, with family-style mac and cheese, jalapeno cream corn, fried Brussels sprouts and seasoned fries. All over that. <laughs> so, again, we talked about the field um, with the Master this week and we will see the return of... The lift players. The bad boys, as they need to like to put it. Um, I'm really excited to see these names come back into the fold there. I just, it'd be good to see DJ Brooks, Cam Smith, all teeing up again. Even Bubba Watson. Yeah. Eh, they could have left Patrick Reed at home, but apparently, <laughs> as a as a pass winner, he's allowed to to get back on the estate. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, who jingle performed best out of them? My opinion, I think Brooks will be the out of the love. But again, DJ man, he. Yeah, I'll stick with Brooks. I'll stick with Brooks. I think he'll be the better performing player out of the love. Live, sorry. Um, contingency, but again, you've got Cam Smith. Like, I've, I've balls this right up. Um, ask me again. No, let's stick with your answer. Stick with your... In, your... Right, stick with Brooks. Okay. I throw a question back to you. You're going to calm, aren't you? My head says DJ. See, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. My head does say DJ. Just because even if he's not playing well or he's not got form, he's won there. It's, if he can find form with his wedges and keep the ball close to the fairway off the tee, he'll be fine. I think the big expectation on Cam could be maybe the one thing that hinders him from performing there but yeah as long as the self-proclaimed long hitter on the tour doesn't 
you know, play it as a par 65 each day. I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, the media did odd with the guys for the Orlando tournament. Mm-hmm. We've seen um, Brooks and Bob Watson getting questioned by the media. Now, I don't think there's any secret, but the media reacted in a way that was like, oh, there's world news. But they were asked about the potential tension at Augusta this, between this the PGA the Tour. They've been bothered about doing, yeah. like, they've specifically been targeting Garcia on this as well. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. I mean, we've said it. Our opinion is the tension's getting built up by the media. That's their job. That's what they do in life. Right, so we can't we can't hold that against them. The rest of it. But when they were asked about it, Bubba and Brooks both came came out saying it's media driven. These guys, Brooks apparently been playing two weeks before some a golf course that had JT and McElroy and that, and they yeah. sat and had a conversation. He had a, a a lengthy conversation with McElroy about the golf ball and stuff like this. So yeah. if McElroy was as much as like as driven that he hates them for all leaving, yeah then surely they wouldn't have been able to have that conversation. The only one that I think has actually come out since and said that he can't get a word in edgeways with the the gentleman is the self-proclaimed longest hitter, Bryson DeChambeau. Tiger's no answering his text messages anymore. No, I read that as well, yeah. Yeah. But... Listen, I... I don't see that being a problem I mean, you can look at it from like the perception of Brooks from the Netflix documentary like if he doesn't like you doesn't want to talk to you it's not going to happen no and somebody like Rory McIlroy who's allegedly hating these guys and doesn't want to talk to them and that that conversation wouldn't be happening between Brooks and Rory so them to come out and be honest and say look it's nonsense basically we do go on we, we, we practice in the same areas we play in the same areas we chat we connect Jupiter Florida especially it's just I mean even Cam Smith was asked about it and his sort of laid back demeanour was on, on show again he's like look if they're pissed off they're pissed off yeah doesn't bother me doesn't bother me if there's an issue they'll come and tell me if I've got an issue with them I'll go and tell them there's no problem here in terms of the like in the obviously where the, the the media were really driving this question in is the champions dinner and that yeah why they were asking Brooks I don't know because Brooks isn't there <laughs> so <laughs> pointless in this in that instance but for the rest of them they're all there as champions of that competition they'll have more things to talk about than live yeah like what the hell Tortilla Soup is I'll be top of them but yeah, yeah no, I, I, I I don't see there being that much of an issue there. Um, obviously, you've had a few players that are outspoken about Liv. Fitzpatrick being one of them. I was surprised, when he, came, yeah, I was surprised yeah. when he came out there. But again, he's not going to be there. It'd be interesting if he gets drawn in his tea times with one one of the the uh, players from there. Unless it's Patrick Reed, in which case I'd just back him on his abuse for him. Oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Even the rhetoric from the even the media and your high profile sports analysts I'm, I, I don't, don't say Shambly. I don't want to put him in that category don't say Shambly, man <laughs> but even his fucking talk about it is 
almost flipped 180 because he was so against everything that was to do with live and everything like this and then you started getting the elevated competitions announced in the pga tour and now they're saying how in the next year they're gonna limit the field further and all this and all of a sudden it's not the worst thing in the world to do in golf no and McElroy's come out and finally said that he kind of has to thank the guys for going to live and the creation of live because it's given him specifically as one of the top guys in the pj the opportunity to earn more money than he was ever possibly going to do as the pga stood at that point it's been a mud sort of year isn't it for statements going out but yeah Chambly he can ram it man <laughs> um, but yeah I mean look at that lift plus come back into the fold I mean it's kind of interesting to imagine that say Cam Smith or Brooks or DJ at the end of the four days on Sunday are then donned with a green jacket and personally, then piss I would love off it. back to the live tour personally I would love it I think it would shake things up mate yeah, big time I'd put a uh, a lot of noses at the joint. Well, but certainly in the PGA yeah. hierarchy, they would be very fucking pissed off with that. Even the world ranking points, I'll bring that into the dispute as well. The whole carry on with the cap yeah. points. I mean, these guys really are still up there as the best players in the world. We can't deny that. I mean, Cam Smith on his day. I mean, Brooks, Brooks on his day. DJ. DJ on his day, yeah. It's just if they were to walk away with the green jacket at the end of it that would shake up and cause so much shit I think eh? and yeah. I, I look forward to well I can't say look forward to no, but I would um, be happy to watch that yeah, to be fair eh? definitely and that doesn't mean that I'm going to change my picks well yeah that's what we have to ask you mate try to do another segue here it's worked good job um, so yeah we obviously made our picks in the very first episode yes of Majors if you could change your pick, would you? No. And why? You're sticking with Ram. I'm sticking with Ram. Right, so I picked Mark Roy. I mean... I think there'd have been a period of time in the start, in the mid part of this, from the start of the season to Augusta's being around the corner, that you may have considered changing your... May have. I don't think you will now. No. no, no that's, that's the whole point is making the picks all at the start of the... Well, our journey, obviously, with the podcast, but at the start, of the start point of the season as well. Like, Mark Roy's had okay weeks, good weeks. Well, he started off on fire because he was out in obviously yeah. Dubai and he won it. Yeah. So you think, oh, all right, okay. Rams winning, McElroy's winning. Yeah. Maybe Scotty Scheffler's going to get left behind in the dust of these two. Not the case. And then it transpired that Scotty Scott wins. Players. Yeah. Put some respect on my name, drop the mic. <laughs> And McElroy was looking like he was the one that was going to drop off. Yeah, yeah. Again, for me, I'm sticking with my pick. It's the final one for his Grand Slam. It's that we know how far he can drive the ball, but there's been improvements and changes and adjustments, and like he's gone back to his old par. It's not the exact. But he's he's had you know a re- I mean? he's had a replica yeah. made of the one that he won his first major with. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I'll stick with McIlroy, man. It's, like I said, we mentioned earlier on driving the ball at the minute. They changed his shaft. They shortened the shaft. He's yeah. McIlroy is my pick. I mean, but then I can't argue with your pick staying the same either. I mean, yeah, but the, these are this is a thing in golf. You can always go with the favourites, which is what we've technically done. Yeah. 
but there are going to be those further back well immediately just behind them and then again further back from there that have got all the ability to come through and take the competition so on that note looking behind the top guys who would be your pick to say you think will do well so as in like win or bring up you could say win or like we did we said top fives yeah who do you think is going to be going into Sunday in contention shall we say it that way I'd like to say I remember what I put down last time but I don't <laughs> I'm so glad you said it because I didn't want to be the one to admit that <laughs> I'll take the front of my my notebook that I had all this information in has uh, it's magically disappeared. Magically, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, going on now, first thoughts and what's coming to mind. If it's not Mark Roy, it's either going to be Ram or Cam Smith for me. So, no Will Zalatoris. No, I picked him for the. Um, he only lost by one to Hideki. Yeah, but that's he's, at 30, he's at thirty-five to one. I mean, a friend of ours mentioned, well, they said that one of the comments on our post when I that we put it up there. Well, Zalatoris question mark laughing emoji. I kind of get. <laughs> the only reason why Will gets laughed at is that part. Once you put him with a, I mean, even his performance if, in the match if, play, if you though. put him something inside five foot. Yeah. You don't want to watch him part. Outside of it, he seems to be all right. Yeah. It's a bit like Spieth, but Spieth's far more convincing in, in his stroke. But you've got players who have previously done well there or always seem to have a good feel when they're there. Tony Fino, Jason Day, he played really well last he week in the match. He's form, so Xander Schauffele, his ability stands clear for everyone to see. Well, match player guys, Mark Roy was... Phenomenal. Fitzpatrick is a super putter, and you need you need to be a, a well accomplished putter around that golf course. Definitely, yeah. Shane Lowry's short game when he's on form is second to none. Form something he's not got at the minute. Justin Rose has always played well there. Again, narrowly missed out to Garcia in a playoff. He's won this season, so does is his confidence there? There's all these things. Obviously, Tiger. You could talk about. Adam Scott's a previous winner. He's at eighty to one. Like Louis Oosthuizen, he's playing okay out at Live. He's a hundred to one, but he's played well round Augusta. Yeah, he was in contention. He was had a fifty-four hole lead one year. He lost out to was it Bubba? Yeah, twenty-twelve. He was leading, and then just. Which will actually, we could even use could have used that as another segue into great moments because yeah, no, that shot out the trees in the yeah. playoffs at eleven was just. Out. In fact, no, was it? It wasn't eleven. It was ten, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, ten. It was the tenth. Out the trees to hook it out there and then have that much side spin on it was just nuts. Yeah. There's been so many good standout moments in that competition. What what comes to mind? The top of your head for you as we mentioned memorable moments of the Masters mm. I think because I don't know why everyone would probably jump to Tiger Woods at 16 yeah and that's obviously a moment that we'll mention and we'll talk about for me for some reason it's I always go back to Phil Mickelson's six iron at 13 out the trees out the pine straw when oh, it yeah. was when it was Lee yeah. Westwood and him 
and he just stiffed it. It's it was just such a great shot. But yeah, there's countless moments like we just said there. Tigers sixteen, that chip in the, the fact that the ball seemed to stop, yeah. for point zero 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 two seconds, but it felt like ten seconds oh, yeah. to the rest of the world, and then dropped, and then that celebration, that will always, that will always come to people's minds. Yeah. Spieth hitting it in the water at twelve, to then let Danny Willett in the door. Yeah. Not only did he put it in off the tee, then did it again off the, the drop shot. That was just un, unfathomable at that point in time because Spieth seemed to be the top guy. You've got, well, one that you didn't allude to, but you mentioned about the year that Swartz all won. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, that was a... McElroy got to the 10th hole and forgot how to play golf. Held the 54th hole lead. Um like you said I mean you think about recent years like memorable collapses then that's got to come right straight away oh 100% and I'm glad he went on to win majors after that because that could have been enough at that age to really fuck a person up yeah let's not lie about it but one of my childhood favourites players Garcia that second shot eight iron at 15 hitting the flag my I was watching it and me and the wife were watching it and I, my wife is a massive Garcia fan. Yeah. Like she had tears in her eyes at the end of the yeah. the match, at the end of the comp. And rightly so. Like I was kind of choked up as well because I was getting carried away with it and everything. It was just brilliant to see him finally get over the, the major monkey off his back. But we were watching it on a delay. Just like five, ten second delay just because we were streaming it. Yeah. My father was watching it through Sky, so he had it live. That I played along because I guessed he was joking, but he hit the he seen the shot at eight, uh, fifteen first, and he said, "Fuck, he's hit the pin and it's gone in the water." And I said this to the missus, and she hit me so fucking hard <laughs> in the chest, and said, "Don't make shit up like that." I says watch it's the shot at 15 he hits the pin and it goes back into the water and it hit the flag and she's giving it no 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 and it stops what was it about 8 yeah. eight to 12 feet away from the flag you lied to me you bastard so I got another big smack in the chest but it was well worth it because I had a little giggle there but yeah nah it's there are countless men of moments like yeah. Jack Jack Hall in the pot on 17 the year he won it at 46 his grandson on the bag it's usually a photo that you see and he talked about it as well saying every time he looks at that putt it will go a different way mm -hmm. from the day he hold that putt yeah that's here he made it 18 yeah the the record has not been matched over yeah. time it won't we've mentioned it before it's not going to get broken now not a chance well 18 majors yeah. I don't think in our lifetime it will no no I don't think anyone will be able to I just don't think anyone will be able to go on that massive, prolific win rate unless something drastically happens in the game of golf. Yeah, it just I just don't see it happening. The game's progressed too far now for one person to dominate like Tiger did. 
for that period of time mm-hmm. and like Jack has done in previous generations there will be guys that have hot streaks that may last a couple of years but there's no one that's going to stand the test of time to win 18 or 19 majors no we'll see. 18 majors 6 of them being master ones for Jack yeah I mean well he ties as well the most runner up positions in the Masters that's a scary with Tiger Jack, I think they've got 4 each I mean the amount of wins he's had like they again jumping again onto the Tiger Jack Nicholas train we'll we'll give an honorary invite here to Nick Faldo they're the only three that have ever won it back to back yeah is it 65 66 for Nicholas 89 90 for Faldo and 2001 2002 for Tiger yeah because he Faldo won it again in 1996 didn't he after that yeah that was the Norman collapse yes yeah when Norman didn't win the Masters yes I know right thank you for that mate I can't let you not have I'm going to remind you of that one a couple of times I don't know what happened really to be fair you had a brain fart oh big time yeah yeah (laughs) brain diarrhea man anyway so yeah um, let's talk of diarrhea (laughs) yeah so the changes at Augusta yep recent changes we mentioned it briefly earlier on but the um, the 13th hole Azalea, yeah, the beautiful par five. Like you said, it's going to be playing significantly longer this week. Um, well, how many? How long have they added? Is it only like thirty-five yards? Thirty-five yards, yeah. but it's enough to make that tee shot questionable. It's going from because if, you, if you hit three wood now, you're going to have a hell of a, a long second yeah. shot. Yeah, but I mean to go from five down to five four five yards is if what we've seen, like aerials, photos, the dog leg, we know about. But it's like, like you said there, that second shot now. Yeah. I mean, do you pick out the big stick? Because it, it... I mean, the bailout on the right is quite... I think, the, I think the question was presented best to the man who probably made them think that they had to change 13 the most, <laughs> yeah. which was Bubba Watson. Yeah. Because Bubba just decided to go, I could go round it trees but fuck it I'll just go over them Yeah. and the year he did that you could see the committee go well hang on a minute that's not fair that's not the way the hole's meant to be played so they've brought it back which kind of takes the the launching it high over the trees a little bit out of the out of the uh, question yeah, there because it, it narrows the tee yeah, shot you've got, less, you've got less time to get the ball up in the air to clear the trees to carry the fairway so even he said I did appreciate what you said. No one's ever bubba proofed a golf course, but <laughs> it's such a bubba comment. Yeah, yeah. But I think he said there it's going to make Eagle on 13 a lot harder to come by. Big time, yeah. yeah. You, you have to really go hell for leather with the second shot to get the green. So you may see more layups at 13 this year than you've ever seen before just to make the birdie. Which could make it interesting for the guys on Sunday. So you'll see more pars. Yeah. So there's going to be less chance to move up the board come 13. So it's almost like par at 13 isn't going to be a bad result, especially if you're leading. Yeah. So that, That's might, like, that might make people go more aggressive at the 8th, par 5 up the hill, because that can be quite difficult depending on the wind conditions to get there in two, mm-hmm. where you have to sling a three-wood round the last couple of 
trees that overhang the front of the green. Yeah. So, yeah. This time, we, we mentioned last week with Craig on the guest episode. I mean, they're talking about rolling the ball back and that as well. But even this like, slight wee change to the 13 at Augusta is it's, it's the mind, it think. Cause, yeah, it's going to cause a mindset change. Yeah. That's all we need to do. Craig said it himself, make the golf courses harder. Yeah. And if, if, if it means if it means you have to add length, add length where it needs to be added, but add it smart. Yeah. Then you've got the ability to bring the fairways in, narrow them down so they've got to be more accurate, make the rough a bit more penal. I mentioned it with fairway bunkers, don't have a two inch lip, actually have a two foot lip yeah. or even deeper so that they actually become what we classify in Europe as a hazard. So you've yeah. got to sometimes go, shit, I can't just hit hybrid or three wood out of here and still make the green. I'm going to have to come out with a wedge and only progress the ball 80 yeah. to 120 yards. So make it actually hurt them. No, so I mean, I welcome the change, man. I mean, for us, look at that. It's not that we want every competition to finish with a, a, a four day score of plus five. Yeah. You still want them to score under par, and I don't mind the odd one where they come out and it's like twenty-four under wins it. Mm-hmm. But you would say, like even Craig mentioned, anywhere between the sort of seven to fifteen under bracket is respectable for four yeah. days golf of these guys at the top level. Yeah. Well, see, thirty-five yards doesn't sound like a lot for pros. I mean, for us, the for a par five to go from five ten to five four five just makes me sweat thinking about it. But yeah, it's interesting, man. The difference. Just we'll because, just because of the way that hole is designed. Yeah, that's the smart, the smart decision is by going only back thirty-five yards, which, like you say, doesn't sound like an awful lot for most people. It's the length of a living room. It's the idea that right, maybe hitting driver here is no point. Maybe I just hit three wood for position and then hit a seven iron or a, a, a wedge wedge for these guys because they're a huge job for the tee and they've got a lot of length everywhere else in the game. But it means that they can then be accurate at the flag yeah. with coming in with a lofted club. You'll have the guys that probably bite off too much, get too close and can't control the spin. Get too brave. Or they'll yeah. get too, they'll leave too much and they'll have to hit the ball slightly harder and or they'll have to go up a club and hit it softer and maybe get caught out with it being obviously the ball above your feet so then that brings Ray Creek back into it whether it doesn't doesn't carry or it spins off into it because again that green slopes back to front so it's just all there undulation's crazy it just puts Ray's (laughs) Creek right in your eye line (laughs) so yeah it's course management that's the thing it's, it's that strategic decision making so putting a bunker right in the landing zone in a narrow fairway so you've got to make the master question you've either got to be very confident and execute a very good drive yeah. or you've got to go I don't want to mess with that so I'm going to come off it a bit or go down a club that's the way to change the game bring it back to more the what we as amateurs play now you stand up on a par 4 that's 400 yards you could hit a good drive and come in with a nine iron or an eight iron mm-hmm. or you could equally hit a three wood excuse me <laughs> you could hit a three wood and still have a maybe a longer iron but you've got then just to go straight towards the green with that and hope that you don't catch one of the greenside bunkers but you've got to be we as amateurs have to be far more course management savvy savvy yeah that's the best word to use there we can't we 
we don't have the luxury of it being able to bomb at 340 yeah. and then know that it's just even if it's out of the rough it's still just a lob wedge the, the, there are some amateurs that could do that yeah but it's playing smart golf like you said man you can't I mean, especially a course like Augusta I mean I think there's going to be players like you said that have that cockiness about them and think oh, it's not a problem I'm excited I'm excited I'm interested to see how Mark Roy approaches 13 after playing 12 how, t- how difficult that hole is to then walk him to the part 5 13th how's he going to approach that in his mindset is he going to be because at times you think yourself why that, is he picking that club that, at the that, back that could change day by day though as well that's the thing yeah you could walk off 12 with a birdie and think right oh I've made one up on the course because birdie at 12 is a is a great birdie because yep. not everyone's going to get one there confidence is up so I'll go more conservative hit three wood off the tee and try and make birdie down 13 with my third shot and then that way you're again you're keeping up with the pace of the field alternatively he could make bogey at 12 and think shit now I need to try and test it and maybe go hell for leather with a slinging draw draw driver so it's, it's all there like you say it's, it's just going to add to the the tension and the atmosphere yeah so but now there I mean thinking about it like what kind of wasn't Matt for us I mean I'm going to watch as much as I can it's oh, yeah. going to be literally go to TV like every year with the Masters in the Open you just can't take your eyes off it eh? no, I can't I'm, wait I've got lucky like with my work I can get very lucky and get a long weekend and get Friday off to, through till back end of Tuesday but yeah. that's not this week unfortunately but I am early shift into back shift so I should get to see the majority of it if not all of the weekend so Plus, one of the best apps out there as well you mentioned earlier on the Masters app yeah you'll be up to date with everyone literally oh, yeah. everything it'll be, it'll be on the phone so the battery will be dying quicker because it'll be oh, just take ping, a ping, of you, ping, ping 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 take I a do. charge of you I do um, but yeah he's had this obligatory mention already twice I think already but Tiger Woods will return will return sorry this week to the Masters um, confirmation was given last week You'll be teeing it up. And obviously, last year he finished 47th. Mm-hmm. Um, Carbon 71, 74, 78, and then 78 again. I mean, even finishing 47th was it was good to see. Yeah, like I think we've got more grounded expectations of Tiger now. Yeah, like him completing four days of golf is always going to be good to see now and that's like 10 years ago that's not what you would have even considered yeah so he knows that he's in that stage of his career it doesn't mean he's not going to go as hard as he can at it to try and win um i just in terms of tiger i hope he makes a cut and i hope we see some special moments yeah that's that's what i'm looking for now from tiger I mean, last year was kind of special as well because he, he he managed this to by finishing the top fifty, and then that then took him to St Andrews. Yeah, as well. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was kind of. I mean, this year, but he his one advantage, although the disadvantage of that golf course for him is the undulation with his walking and his hip and his leg. Yeah, the advantage of that course is he knows it inside so well. out so well, and that's what got him 
the famous comeback win because like you look at 12 there were that many guys in contention that went after it and ended up in the water he just went with the old Jack Nicholas theory of I don't care where the pin is that's the biggest part of the green yeah I'm going there yeah, yeah. and that's what allowed him to be then on the door of wait a minute this is now possible and then he knew the rest of the course so he was able to keep himself level headed and attack the course at the right times so yeah alternatively flash forward was it the next year or the year after he had one of the highest scores possible on 12 when he went bunker a water bunker yeah so the joy of golf man the joy of golf the joy of Augusta anyway yeah exactly yeah but yeah we we can't wait what to the car oh, this I'm, week I'm, yeah so looking forward to it. even just like I said I'm on earlies this week so getting home and watching them on the range and Sky News just hitting shots seeing them speak yeah, I mean Sky Sports were covered just pressing around the, the majors yeah it's uh, brilliant just, it was yeah so I'll be looking forward to it on the range and then you'll get the the Amen Corner special on Thursday but you'll get the par 3 coverage as well yeah. as long as they get decent weather because that can always be a pain in the ass. that's true mate yeah yeah so yes, yeah. uh, it's Masters Week. What else can you say? Honestly. I hope we see lots of twos at the second, lots of hole in ones at sixteen, and a John Ram win. Yeah, um, hoping Rory brings his A plus game. Um, completely a career grand slam would be. It'd be nice and for him certainly kid, yeah because yeah. he then joins that illustrious yeah five man group yeah looking yeah. forward to it mate looking forward to it um, we could not do an episode in the Masters and recording wise oh. scheduling wise it just went perfectly for us as well so yeah thank you all for listening really do appreciate that week in week out again the numbers we got from our guest episode last week was phenomenal so can't thank you all enough and everybody that sort of must be catching up at this point as well we see that um, come back to us figure wise as well and thank you so much again um, please continue to check out social media yeah um, like follow subscribe all that yeah. stuff yeah. even on the podcast platform that you use to listen to the episodes as well like follow subscribe um, comment if you can if you Just can yeah all feedback's good feedback definitely mate um, and we a podcast platform if you are subscribed or you follow you'll get a notification obviously when the next episode comes out which isn't a bad thing but yeah if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts Spotify or whatever let us like Tom says every week whether it be positive whether it be negative we'll take it on board yep even we'll, if it's suggestions yeah stuff to talk about stuff you're interested in if if there's other areas of the game of golf that we may actually have someone that we could maybe bring on as a guest to discuss and go down further let us know you'll maybe point us in the right direction so just even if you're a listener and you've got an interesting area of the game that you're involved in and you maybe want to try and come on as a guest hit us up we are on instagram twitter we've got the email address in the info of the podcast just get in touch we would love to have you on and have a discussion we're calling it there then calling it there mate right enjoy Masters Week everyone yep let's all hope for a John Ram win Mark win yeah awesome and we will see you next week <laughs>